0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am The Critic, who is a cynic. How is everyone doing today? Yes, the live streams continue. The live stream marathon continues. For those who've been following me, I had a live stream on yesterday that went for about three hours. I then jumped on Gary Nerdrotics channel last night for about an hour or so, which was very, very late. Got up early this morning for the first ever episode of the League of Nations, which was very successful. We went for about two and a half hours and So, yeah, it's been a crazy day. I also then mowed the lawn, also went to the P.O. box, and there is indeed a package for me to be able to unbox on this stream. So I'm very, very excited. It is from Australia, from Perth Comics. So Perth Comics, I don't know if you are awake right now. You're about 15 hours ahead, so you're probably asleep. But if you watch the stream back, thank you again for the package, and I'll be opening that up in a second. So Sticky V is here. Zen Waters is here as well. Gwen, how is it going, Gwen? Tina is here. Hello, Tina. The Rookie Critic, what's going on, Rookie? How is it going? How's it going, good sir? Yvo, what's going on, bruv? Uh, Frank the Tank and the Shawinigan Wiener Dog Clan is here as well. Captain Fatty Pants made it, so I tagged you with pics on Twitter. Here is my Twitter for everyone to see. The puppies, yeah, the puppies. Captain Fatty Pants made it. Boom. Snow Dub Music and Entertainment. Odin, what's up, my brother? What's up, Snow Dub? How's it going, brother? Rogue Baron, what's going on? What's going on? The Price is Right review says, Hey, sup, my friend? Had a uh, t- uh, had a time last night. Stream had a good time. Oh man, it was a lot of fun. It was crazy. It was. So so freaking crazy. I did not expect it at all. Zen Waters, you sound tired. I'm very tired. <laughs> very, very tired. And the day is still not over. So we're doing this stream. I still need to record a video for the day. I believe I'm going to be covering the uh, my predictions for the Shazam box office, seeing that we do have some raw numbers for the uh, premiere that happened last weekend, which was very, very good and also uh, significantly higher, or at least a percentage-wise higher than a similar premiere that Aquaman had, and what that might mean for the box office, what that might mean for Shazam's box office opening weekend, etc. So that is probably going to be the video that I make. I might actually even do two videos, one coming out later tonight, about the whole Brie Larson essentially going after a person with 300 followers on Twitter, and not just her, but Netflix as well, to the point where the guy had to <laughs> had to lock his account because a bunch of spam uh, crazy people went after him. Uh, Let's see, It's a Trap Productions says, Greetings, me lord! Hello, good sir. Hope you had a great stream earlier. If you've checked out It's a Trap Productions, he's a good guy. Did an Infinity War stream earlier today. I know that I probably want to rewatch that at some point before Endgame comes out, just so that way I remember who is actually dead, who has faded away, and who I think is going to be coming back. Zen Waters, again, welcome, 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 Rogue Baron. Sleep Odin when? Yes, seriously. Absolutely. That's a good question. That's a great question, because then after I finish the video, I'm going to a uh, to a bridal, I think it's called a bridal shower. So a friend of ours is getting married. And so I'm going over to that to celebrate that with them. And just, you know, it's a, you know, with a party because the wedding's not until the summer. So we're just celebrating the engagement, it's engagement party, I guess that would be what it would be called. And uh, yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. And that is about an hour away, a little over an hour away. So by the time I get back, it'll probably be late. Then I got to get up tomorrow morning to... <laughs> serve at mass like i normally do and it's gonna be insane it's gonna be crazy but you know what at the end of the day as i've mentioned before because of yesterday and everything that's been going on uh with all of y'all's tremendous support too um my heart is full You know, my heart is absolutely full. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much uh, for being supportive. And again, I know that I've been streaming a lot and hopefully the notification goes out. I've gotten a lot of people leaving comments even in the past live streams about notifications not going out. So it looks like uh, YouTube's having some issues again because I've also noticed it with my videos. You know, when you have... I think we're up to about 16,400 subs, which is just amazing. And when the video that I made yesterday only has 1,000 views, it just doesn't make any sense because if even 3,000 people watch the videos that are posted, then it should have at least 3,000 views realistically. So I don't know what's going on with YouTube. I think YouTube's algorithm is messed up <laughs> like, like it always is. But if you can ever share a video, if there's a video that you like, I don't want you to ever think that you have to share a video that you don't like. If there's a video that you like, Think about sharing it because it definitely does help me a lot, especially with me having to constantly fight against YouTube and the overlords over at YouTube as well. Vladdy777, what is going on? Uh, says that last night's stream was hilarious. Still hoping that Alita stream, though, eventually, eventually, yes, Vladdy, for sure. And uh, me and Anna talked about that after we went off the air. We're definitely going to do an Alita stream. And also, she wants to get Todd back on. Todd was one of the costume designers for Alita, and uh, he wants to come back on, too. And talk to some more people. So uh, hopefully we were able to get that figured out maybe for next week. That would be really cool if we were able to do that. So that way I could actually meet him and talk to him. Ask him some questions. And yeah, talk about some Alita Battle Angel. Because I know there's a lot of people that have subbed to the channel. Follow the channel because they have a passion for Alita Battle Angel. And I want to be able to talk about it. So obviously today a perfect day for it. Because it is indeed open forum. For those that have never been at an open forum. Anything goes. Now you say, what's the difference between any other stream? Well, normal streams I have usually a topic in mind that I try and talk about. I try and keep things geared towards it. But this really anything. It can be movie related. It cannot not be movie related. And that's what the open form allows for. When it's not open form, I want everything to try and be, you know, a movie topic or something that's relevant to the discussion. If it's something that's very left field, I'll say, ah, I can't answer that right now. Ask it a little bit later. Now is the day. Today is the day to ask those questions. Um, so it's a trap productions, no problem at all for shouting you out. Good sir. You are a good guy. Tina, Truth Apocalypse says, Odin is still physically shaken from Jeremy's driving. I can see it. Yes, I am still shaken. I have been shook by the driving and by the insanity that took place. Uh, Rookie Critic, thank you, man. Thank you so much for the $2 super chat. Says, this one's for the doggies. I oh, will thank you. I'm sure they will appreciate that. That will go towards treats and a bone. And oh, everyone knows the Hounds of Asgard. Love those things. Shawhan, Odin rocks. No, Adam Shawhan, you rock, good sir. Super Anime Gamer, what's going on? Super also, thank you for that first ever super chat last night. It was really cool to see your name pop up. Says, hello, good sir. How are you doing this afternoon? Currently enjoying a lazy Saturday. Not lazy Saturday at all for me. I am exhausted. I've mowed the lawn. I had a stream starting at 6.45 this morning. So I was up around 6.15, 6.20, and had, you know, took care of the dogs, everything like that. Had streams go from 7 to about 9.30. Did about a two and a half hour stream. As soon as I got off the stream, went to the P.O. Box, got back from the P.O. box, mowed the lawn. Uh, which took about an hour and a half or so because uh, i has been two weeks since I mowed the lawn and in Southern Louisiana, meaning the grass grows very, very quickly and there's weeds and oh my goodness, it was awful. There was also a tree that fell in our backyard a couple, not a tree, but like a giant branch that fell in our backyard about two weeks ago. And last weekend was awful for me. Like as you, as you guys can probably remember, last last weekend was a really rough weekend for me. So I was just not able to do that. Oh, wait, I almost forgot. So last night, not only did I have that amazing stream on the channel, but then afterwards I went to a junior prom. I went to my guys, my students junior prom. So I went there for about a couple hours, then came home, jumped on Gary's Nerd- <laughs> Gary's stream over on the Nerd- Nerdrotic channel where we had a freaking blast. But then it kept me up till like 1230 and got about maybe five hours of sleep before doing my stream. So it's it's been crazy, man. It has been absolutely crazy, but I'm having fun i'm having a lot of fun and we got about 53 people in here which is a perfect number nice and easy number for me to keep up with and not fall too far behind too quickly i would say gwen says just taking a break from my new basset hound mix puppies (gasps) oh gwen those sound adorable if you have twitter please send me pictures because that sounds absolutely adorable i am the grandpa frank now everyone frank is now a grandfather congratulations to frank big news indeed Rogue Baron says, "Ellie, I missed the stream. Had to watch my sister in a play, The Ghost of Canterville. Interesting. I've never heard of that before. I do like theater, though. So hopefully it was good. Hopefully it was a good production at the very least. Zenwater says, It's been weeks. I feel like I should probably tell you it's pronounced... Uh, T... T-Zane? It's German for 10. Played a Gundam Wing RPG in my youth. Their characters are named after numbers. Zane? So is it... Oh, oh. so like Zane. Zane. Zane Waters? Is that it? Zane? Or is it you have to have the T there? Zane? Zane Waters? It has been a very long time. It's been a very long time. And now you're correcting me. I'll try and remember that. The Ogre. Hello, the Ogre. I saw that you joined last night. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. The Ogre says, hate that I missed your League of Nations. Will that be on your channel later? So it'll not be on the channel only because of the fact that the YouTube algorithm goes insane when you don't unlist those things. The link is still on Twitter, though, and I'm sure that Tina should be able to uh, post a link to it as well. So it is still available to watch. It's just it's just unlisted. And that's just because YouTube's algorithm is awful. (laughs) And I wish I didn't have to do it that way. But that is indeed the case. There's also a few naughty words said, and so I didn't want that to... So, I normally what I do is I upload my live streams onto the secondary channel, Welcome to Asgard. But last night's stream and the stream today, I'm not going to upload, merely because I'm still looking for work, and I am trying to be as careful as I possibly can with the content that gets put onto the channel. And so... Uh, That's the reason why. But you can still watch them. They're still unlisted. So as long as you have the link, you can still watch it. All right? So, uh, Valkyrie, please take care of that. I would appreciate it. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. For those that don't know, the League of Nations is going to be a new monthly spot where me, uh, Julie my Irish sister from wished upon a vlog also we have Hey Viv um, who is again awesome and also Lethal Lightning are all going to come together once a month to talk about a variety of issues today we talked about article 13 and also Captain Marvel and how all of these things really combine together and really connect with when it comes to modern day censorship and how it really relates on every single level because we saw a lot of censorship happen with Captain Marvel we see of course the censorship implications that are, that are currently going on with article 13 and the ramifications of article 13 and it's a really great Discussion and what's really great about it is that we get the perspective of someone from different countries different continents actually which is again really insane when you think about it that you know we were 15 and a half hours five hours and an hour apart from each other all of us have different backgrounds and it's just really cool that we can not only agree but also of course have some you know (laughs) some differences as well the rookie the rookie critic thank you again for another super chat says shout out to the mods in the chat yes indeed shout out to frank of course congratulations again to frank and shout out to tina absolutely thank you tina for being here um, let's see. Tina says, yes, it's a bridal shower. And these days men get invited to them too. Yes. Bridal shower. Thank you for the correct nomenclature. And yes. So I know both are going to be there and luckily I know them both. So this is definitely going to be better than the, uh, actually, you know what the, 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 wedding that I went to last weekend was actually a lot of fun. And, uh, I was a little concerned about it because I didn't know anybody really, like I really didn't know anybody at all, but it ended up being a really good time. There were some really cool people there. It was ended up being, you know, a lot of fun. You know, things were pretty chill for the most part. And so tonight, though, I'm actually going to know people that are there. So it's going to be a little bit of a better situation um, just for that alone. So I'm not nearly as I'm not nearly as anxious about it. Uh, Force Ghost Jeremy says, hey, Odin, am I the only one that's noticed the complete lack of Alita merchandise and the Alita Twitter account stopped when Disney took over Fox? Hmm. Yeah, I I, I also have heard that several times. Force Ghost Jeremy. I don't think it's Disney as far as a conspiracy that Disney's trying to kind of hide Alita, I honestly think that it's because of the fact that Disney has taken over Fox and you have upwards of almost three to 10,000 people that are going to be fired and laid off. And you have people being moved around, jobs up in the air, jobs uh, switching over, people absorbing jobs. So I think it has more to do with the transition process going on behind the scenes than it does with any actual attempt. Keep in mind, too, that when it comes to Alita, Alita has had its run. You know, it's been, what, five weeks, almost six weeks, since it was first released, which is pretty much the length of any uh, movies run, and so there's really not a need anymore to have it be as fully active as it was before when it was still in several theaters, so... That, that, that might be the reason why. Again, I honestly don't know. I'm just speaking just from my own uh, my, my own personal experience of what seems to make a lot of sense to me. Again, especially when you have a lot of turnover, uh, a lot of craziness behind the scenes going on. It makes a lot of sense that they would probably do that. And as far as, uh, as hearing more news about Alita Battle Angel, I think that we'll probably get a DVD Blu-ray re- release date given pretty soon. I mean, we're almost into April. It's likely going to get a May release. That seems to be the indication. It seems to make sense also when you base it off of its February release date also. So hopefully we get that information soon, but I would not be surprised if that and also many other Fox properties that have been released over the past year kind of maybe get delayed a little bit as far as uh, marketing, as far as uh, you know release dates, things like that. Would not be surprised if there's some chaos going on behind the scenes because a merger is never going to be a simple thing. So I think it has more to do with that than anything else and not them trying to necessarily uh, silence anyone for it. Uh, Super says, Netflix jumped on them too? Wow, I think Brie Larson has officially become pop culture's Hillary Clinton. Protect the queen. Yas, queen. Yas. So, basically what happened was that Netflix was the one that responded to the guy first. So, they responded. The way it worked out was that the guy only, the guy said simply that the trailer for her new movie, the movie that she's having her directorial debut on Netflix for, just doesn't look that great. Just looks meh. And was giving an opinion and said that, you know what? I think that, you know, Jonah Hill was a example of someone who took his time, went under the tutelage of someone like Martin Scorsese before he actually directed his first picture. He took respect for the process. He took time with the process. And so that's all the guy pointed out really was just how it seemed like Brie Larson was riding the coattails of Captain Marvel. Like she was riding the coattails of all this momentum and she wasn't actually earning any spots and she wasn't actually proving herself necessarily to, you know, to warrant being able to direct a film, let alone one that's going to get a Netflix release. And so that's all he said, and he didn't troll or anything, and yet it's so funny to read some of these articles that call him and label him a troll. So now we live in a world completely, like, you know, with the whole Captain Marvel box office stuff, you know, to me, there was just so much chaos going on. I could at least understand some people looking at some, you know, certain accounts and certain things being said and say, oh, look, there's trolls. But when you try and, you know, paint everyone with that broad of a brush, it just doesn't work. And now to the point where articles and news media are labeling any person that's being critical of Brie Larson, of anyone really, it seems, that lines up with their agenda automatically is now a troll. Just similar to how they would be labeled a racist or a sexist for a variety of other things. It's interesting that now troll is becoming the new term being used, and eventually, just like with everything else, it's going to lose any and all meaning, and the media is going to continue to lose any and all credibility as well. It's been insane, though. So the first person that did something that was Netflix and what they did was they responded to this guy again this guy only had 300 followers on Twitter so how they even saw it and you know how someone was even paying attention to it it was insane and so they respond to him and obviously they have his name tagged in it and they list off all of Brie's accomplishments. Oh, she's been in, the, she has these many acting credits and writing credits and an Oscar and production credits, etc. basically just trying to pump her up and say like, oh, look at how many, look at all the good she's done, look at all the great things that she's done. Oh, Brie, we're so proud of her. We're so proud of our Brie. And so then, of course, that gets retweeted a thousand, thousand times. And then Brie Larson sees it and says, oh, someone's defending me. Oh, this is great. Netflix is standing up for me. And so she retweets the Netflix tweet and puts Netflix. So basically, what you have is you have a billion dollar corporation, a huge giant corporation going after a guy calling, you know, essentially insinuating that they are a troll, having a bunch of like just crazy people. And again, Netflix didn't send them over intentionally, but they should have realized what they were going to be doing to the point where this guy had thousands of people going after him, go, like just, you know, commenting. I'm sure not only on that post, but on many others, probably attacking him, retweeting him, probably blowing his, <laughs> his notifications up to the point where he had to make his profile private. And so Brie Larson, of course, retweeted that, put Netflix because it's like, oh, look at us, you know, we're giant. You know, I got paid five million dollars for being a woman and playing a lead role in a Marvel film because that's where we are now. And it doesn't matter about how much you deserve to get paid. It's just oh, you get paid no matter what. Ah, it was just, it was really bad on her part. It was bad form on Netflix's part. It was bad form on her part, and neither of them look good in the process. It really is just awful. Gwen says, "What's Odin's P.O. box?" All right, I'm gonna let Heimdall or uh, Tina take care of that. Um, it's also in the description of this video as well. All the links uh, to uh, the P.O. box to the Teespring. I have T-shirts, guys. So if you want to buy an Odin's Movie Blog T-shirts, they're actually I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. They're the cheapest on the internet when it comes to all of the Phantom menacers, When it comes to all the people selling T-shirts, mine are the cheapest, but they are the same quality. I sell mine for thirty and $16. The premium for $16, and the premium is actually very, very comfy. Now, of course, unfortunately, there is going to be shipping costs, but the base price, $16, uh, it's going to be about, what, I think, $20 when you add in shipping, and everyone else's starts, like, over $20. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're going to buy a shirt, if you're going to support the Phantom Menace with a shirt, mine's the cheapest. Just, just going to say it. You don't have to buy one, though. Seriously. <laughs> just you watching it. Just you watching this stream is more than enough and dropping a like. Seriously. <laughs> I just love. I just love how everyone was like dropping links the other day, and I was just like, mm, "Look at all these shirt prices. <laughs> Mine are much smaller. Mine are much lower than these." Uh, Lily Patton, welcome, welcome, welcome. Zebulon Pike, welcome. uh eight nine nine live. Hey, first time watching? That is not true, Hallam, because I saw you yesterday spamming that same message. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe you're on a different stream, though. (laughs) I could be wrong. Uh, Zebulon Pike, what's going on, dude? Says, what do you think the chances of an Alita sequel are? So, ideally and realistically are kind of the ways I want to, uh, you know, (laughs) separate this two. Ideally, I would say uh, almost a certainty. I think it's made enough at the box office to justify that people are passionate about it. I think there's enough positive buzz around the film. Uh, There was a positive reaction from audiences who saw it as well. You know, the cinema score that they love to tout always, it got an A minus from it's 96, 94, 96% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, according to the fans, because, you know, people still for some reason use that website and they still somehow trust it, even though they've been shown and proven to be deleting, you know, content. It made, you know, it made like, let's see where it is at right now. So for some reason, it still hasn't updated, so it's still below $400 million, but by the end of its run, it's going to be over $400 million, meaning that it's only going to be in the hole about maybe 30 25 or $30 million or so, which it can make back in Blu-ray sales alone. I mean, that's before even any streaming deals that are made, any other merchandising that might come from it as well. And as far as other merchandising, I don't know why they aren't doing anything else. I know that you can still find merchandise. I know that you can find uh, officially licensed stuff, but maybe it's just that I don't think people are going to be buying it. I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, when you look at the numbers, forty million million for a film that costs $170 million is not, you know, the most impressive thing in the world. I would say it's impressive enough, though. So that's why realistically, so you know, going away from the ideals of what I want instead uh, focusing on what I think is actually going to happen, I'm looking at these numbers, I'm Seeing 400 million dollars, a lot of people have said, even people attached to the film, that 400 million was a very big number, an important number for them deciding whether they wanted to do it or not. But it really comes down to one person—that's James Cameron. James Cameron is the one that owns the IP, so Disney, I believe, will own the distribution rights. Meaning that it'll probably Alita will probably get put on Hulu, I would imagine, since it probably wouldn't be considered to be family-friendly entertainment for their Disney Plus service, seeing that Alita drops an f-bomb at one point. But still, it should be available on Hulu, I would imagine probably over the next uh, couple months or so, since they do own that. The Disney Plus service is not going to go live probably till mid to end 2019, according to their timeframes. But Hulu, they already have 60% stake in. So Alita will probably end up going there, I would imagine. And so since they own it technically, I guess they wouldn't get too much money from that. I don't really know how that works when they don't own it, but they own a controlling share. So does that mean that other people, the other 40% have to pay for the movie to be on there or not? I don't know. Probably not. But subscription fees, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would probably sign up for Hulu to go watch Alita and be like, yes, yes, we want this. We want more of this, please. But James Cameron being the one that owns the IP is the one that's going to be able to decide whether or not he wants to pursue an Alita sequel or not. So it's going to be interesting to see how the, the the rights play out because it is interesting to me. It's fascinating to find out the differences between distribution rights, production rights, uh, the IP the copyrights, you know, all this stuff, it all comes together and everyone owns something different. That's why, for example, Star Wars, you know, everyone thought, you know, Disney bought Star Wars in 2012 but they didn't have the rights to show the original films. So even though they had the rights to the characters and the content, they could not show on any of the Disney programming of any of the Disney television stations for example, they could not show the original Star Wars films because that was owned by Fox. 20th Century Fox owned the distribution rights. And so now, of course, Disney has taken those in, which means that when the eventual uh, Disney Plus go live I imagine they're put all of the Star Wars films up there which kind of to me makes it a little bit appetizing however they're going to be the originals or rather they're going to be the films after the massive changes that George Lucas made and not the actual original cuts I think if they wanted to get into the good graces of everybody what they would do is they would take a uh, they would make a 4k transfer of the original film if they did a 4k transfer of the original film like the actual film print itself and taking out all of the nonsense that was added in later on, Han not shooting first, the CGI crap. If they were to do that, I think that would go a long way with some passionate fans. But obviously, there's still a lot of damage that has been done as well. But Zebulon, sorry to get off track for a second. The chances of Alita sequel, I would say, are pretty high. But it again, depends on James Cameron. So reach out to him, man. Let him know, as I've been trying to do every time I do a video about Alita, you know, hey, we want this film. We're gonna go see it, we're gonna go support it, we're gonna buy this on DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, probably gonna buy it on 4K myself, and I don't own too many 4Ks, because I have a 4K player, and I have a 4K TV, but the 4K TV is an older model, so it doesn't really work. I need to figure that out at some point. I'm not very good, I'm good with some, some technology, but not all technology. So Lily Patton, what's going on, Lily? As the chat's about to jump on me, but luckily it's a it's a pretty you know easy-going crowd today. It's a pretty easy-going crowd. So let's see, Lily Patton was the last person I saw that I was saying hello to. There we go. Alrighty, so FP Sunny, hail Odin Son, FP Sunny, welcome, welcome, welcome. Super Anime Gamer says, Oh my goodness, you sound busy. You are a legend, I could not do it all. I wouldn't be able to do it either unless I was just feeling this motivated, to be perfectly honest. I, I, As you know, things have been kind of rough, and this has been a huge motivating factor for me. Like, seriously, I was looking forward to this weekend. I was at, you know, I was during my last period class, and I was like, I cannot wait to be able to get started, you know, to go home, do a video, do a live stream, and then, of course, uh, you know, see my guys, at, you know, at their prom, you know, because I'm not going to be able to see them as seniors next year. So, it was really important for me to just, you know, to see them there, support them, to let them know that that I care, even though, of course, they're all, they were all just just... in, you know, date mode, which is just hilarious to see. And then uh, came home, did the neurotic stream, which I really wanted to do. I I, I was sitting at my computer and I was like checking my DMs because he said he was going to send me something. And so I saw that he was streaming. And so I, you know, just messaged on there and he saw it. He was like, boom, let me send it out there. Jumped on that stream for a bit. And God, it's been so much fun. Seriously. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And I know tonight I'm going to be like, oh, why did I do this? Why did I choose this? But it's been so much fun. Seriously, so I'm I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Snowdub says, "Did you catch my Phantom Menace freestyle video? I gave you a shout in it." Snowdub, I don't think I did. God, just keep this in mind that uh, on Twitter, I miss probably like half of people that tweet at me. Like, if you actually do a direct tweet, um, like a like a you know you tag me in it on Twitter the best way to contact me so that I can actually watch it would be to either DM me the video or email me the video. Or if you're on the Discord, send it to me that way. That is the best way for me to be guaranteed to watch it because if it just gets caught up in the notifications because it just gets crazy. I'm not trying to be like, oh man, I'm so busy. It just gets so backed up sometimes that it just honestly uh, is just insane. It really is. And so the best way, if you really want me to see it, and again, I want to see it. I want to support you guys. Um, So let me know. And if I like it, I'll definitely share it. (laughs) Do you not ever stream, says AM Fitness? Yes. Yes, I don't. There are times I don't stream today. This weekend was just crazy because I usually don't stream on Fridays, but Anna said, hey, you want to stream? Yeah. And then we ended up doing a just gigantic stream. And then I was, you know, already planning to do the League of Nations. And so that could only work today because of schedules. And I do I have a typical Saturday stream that's normally at night. So normally this would have been later in the day. However, because I have something going on tonight, I had to move it up earlier. So tomorrow I have no plans to stream. And then that means the next stream will be Monday, Tuesday. So that's the current plan, and hopefully I stick to it. Though, of course, sometimes I jump on other people's streams because it's fun. Uh, Laura, yes, Laura, the new mod, R- Laura story, ah, yes, she is. I-, I was telling, I was telling my wife Freya, I was telling her how she is like, she is like the mother of the Odin's movie blog channel. She is the guardian angel, the archangel of the channel, always. Always taking care of me, and I just tried some. I tried some of the chocolate that you sent me earlier, and uh, it's so good. Thank you again, so very much for that. Odin has gone full Jeremy with his hectic life. I know, seriously. <laughs> but for me, I'm doing it as a way to kind of keep me moving, keep me motivated, because if I just sit and do nothing. I just, I don't think that would be good. Uh, Extra production says, "I heard you on Nordronic streaming, Lord. Tried to say hello, but the chat was flying by, and you were busy." Yeah, well, it's always harder on other streams because I want to try. You know, I have ADD especially, so if I'm not paying attention to what's being said, and I'm interacting with the chat, someone will say something, and it's happened to me before where they've been like, Odin, what do you think about this? And I'm like, oh, I was interacting with the chat. I have no idea what was just said. (laughs) Greta, what's going on, Greta? How is it going? how are you doing, Dan Maloney, what's going on, says, power naps can help, how are you doing, good sir, Dan Maloney, what's going on, man, welcome back, welcome back, ah, man, I didn't have time for a power nap, so could definitely use one, probably won't have time, though, Bruce says, love watching you, Odin, just wish I had a smartphone to get properly notified, just glad I was, it was online at this moment, well, I'm glad that you were online as well, Bruce, very sorry to hear that you can't get those notifications, yeah, YouTube needs to find a better way of notifying people. You know, and if people don't have smartphones, they should be able to say, Hey, can you sign? I can sign up for a notification on my email, maybe, or something to that effect. Because I think that already, their notification system is already broken. So anything I think at this point would help. Elder Kuga says, Morning, Odin. How are you? It's the afternoon for me. So um, it's very tired. Very, very tired. Shawhan says, Sorry I missed this uh, AM stream. I was at work with a 100 dogs. Yeah, it's okay, Adam. No problem at all, man. I understand. I get it. Uh, I'm glad that you were able to stop by just to say hello and, and to put out your support. And it was great, though. It was a lot of fun. So uh, again, I hope that you're able to watch it. I think that. Um, Tina has been able to post that link To the video in the chat So it is unlisted But once you have the link You can watch it And I recommend it It's very very good Very good group of people That I was with Um, the Price is Right review says by the way you and Anna going at it with world hunger and war War wishes that not my fault I simply asked what you what your wishes would be that's right Price is Right review asked in a super chat what three wishes would be and one of mine was world peace and an end to poverty and so then Anna goes off on this tangent about how they're connected and I was trying to say that oh if you end poverty that doesn't mean that you end war and then she just went off and I was just like I could respond but I know the chat's just like stop please stop talking about this and so I was like Okay, I'm not going to respond. So that might be a, a debate that we can have for another day. <laughs> it's Production says Have you taken that online test to see if you survive the Thanos snap? Yes, and I, I did not survive. I can send the link to the site to Tina if anyone is interested. Yeah, I did not survive at all. I did not survive. Oh, look at that. Frank and Laura are both in sync, posting the League of Nations stream. Thank you very much. Super says, agreed. Did you see Brie Larson's Wired interview compared to Elizabeth Olsen's and Ryan Reynolds? Perfectly illustrates what's wrong with her. I didn't actually watch it. Is that the one where she was looking at uh, people, how people Google her? And that she says, oh, is this supposed to be a personal attack when someone asked her about her workout routine for the movie? It's like, um, if you were any person in a movie where you're an action star, then they're going to ask you what your workout routine is, (laughs) Brie. No, it is not a personal attack. Not to mention, not everything is about you, Brie. Lord. But no, it's absolutely true. She is totally full of herself. And what she did on Twitter is a perfect example of that. Again, someone with 300 subs, or rather 300 followers on Twitter, said something that was just being critical, was not being an ass, was not being a troll, was just being critical, and Netflix went after the person, and then Brie also went after the person. The person locked their account because they were getting harassed, and that is the world that we live in. Not to mention, she's continuing to retweet and say, oh my gosh, I'm loving this, when it comes to all the fan fiction that now out of nowhere has come out for Captain Marvel and Valkyrie to be a thing. yes. That is something that's going on, and Bree is fully endorse- is fully endorsing it. Oh man, oh man. This this could spell very big trouble for the future of the MCU if they are going in this direction. Again, there's no problem at all with there being any, you know, any gay characters. The problem is when you change a character's orientation that in the comics on the previous material was not. Like if you want to make a gay character, great! It's called write a new character or use a character that's been pre-established already. I'm sure that they exist. And if they don't, that gives you even more motivation to create your own. As long as they have a good story, as long as they're a good character, it doesn't matter what their race or gender orientation is. People are going to like it if it's good. Don't try and just change things. Don't try and just force things down people. start. This is the, this is the reason why it was interesting. I was getting a lot of ha- a lot of hate on the video that I made yesterday defending Jordan Peele because people just saw the the title and they thought that they already knew my argument. And I was it was interesting. They were saying, "Oh, you're being such a hypocrite because you went after Brie Larson, but you're not going after Jordan Peele." And I'm like, "Well, you do realize that it's very different situations. You know, in one situation you have a a white woman in Hollywood." A rich white woman going up saying that films, these films aren't made for you. On the other side, you have Jordan Peele, who's simply trying to state that he himself probably wouldn't be casting a certain person of a certain racial background in a lead, you know, lead role for any of his movies. I think that it's pretty clear that those are different statements. One is obviously going after and trying to be a total ass, while the other one is just saying, hey, this is my honest take on it. Now, do I think there's a you know double standard? Absolutely, and I call that out in the video, saying I do think it's ridiculous that you know you know (laughs) Jordan Peele can say this and get no ramifications from the left, and yet if any white actor or white director or anyone from any other race were to say it, oh my gosh, no, you can't say that. It is crazy. It is ridiculous. But at the same time, too, there is indeed a primary, clear difference between them, and that's the reason why I will continue to try and speak truth to power. I will continue to try and be as honest as I always can seriously <laughs> it's the only thing that I can do it's the only thing that I can do all right let's see Dan Maloney says Brie Larson is so foolish she probably thinks that iceberg lettuce is what sunk the Titanic yes she sounds like she would be that thick-headed <laughs> oh my gosh iceberg lettuce did not sink the Titanic my god I did not ever realize that. Grandmaster Yoda, welcome, welcome back, says, I have 40 minutes before I go to Alita for the seventh time. What have I missed so far? We've been on for about 30 minutes or so. Been talking, just open forum, uh, just talking about my day mostly and how tired I am. Been talking about a little Captain Marvel, a little bit of Alita 2 Shazam box office. So again, it's an open forum. So any questions, movie or non-movie related, can be asked here on this stream today. But Grandmaster Yoda, I hope that you enjoy it once again because it is indeed a good film. I'm glad and happy to see that you have that kind of dedication. Uh, John Wingler says, I must ask the question that everyone wants to know. Did you and Jeremy ever find those hookers? No. (laughs) Thank God, no. That was insane. It was so uncomfortable, and I had to say a lot of prayers after that stream because it was not good. Tired Odin is back. Yes, Tired Odin says, guess what, I am still so tired yes tired odin it there has never been a better moment for tired odin to enter into a live stream than the one today because odin is so so very tired bruce says i collect action figures and have looked so hard for alita figures except for these pop ones i found nil yeah i would not be surprised if we eventually do get some action figures because i think there has been a demand my guess is that they didn't know how well it would do um, in the theaters, and they're looking at it saying, okay, it's it's doing well enough to you know make its money back in the Blu-ray DVD sales, maybe we'll wait and see, maybe we'll wait and see how it does further down the stretch, maybe they'll wait and see how it does on Blu-ray or DVD, but it seems to me that there's going to be at some point some some actual official merchandise some action figures, I hope um, let's see Tired Ode says, one day maybe we will get sleep if Jeremy ever quits overworking us, yes Oh my gosh, he works, he overworks me so, so, like, like a driver, man, like a slave driver, Jeremy is, uh, James 85, hello, and how are you today? Tired, I am extremely tired, that's how I am, <laughs> but welcome, 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 nonetheless, all righty, let's see, all right, um, where is it, where is it, where is it? I lost the chat already. Oh, man, we're hopping already. We are hopping. Oh, man, we are hopping. There it is. Jagan, there he is. Uh, Tina says, uh, oh, Odin, your optimism makes me smile. Hey, I'm sorry. I, that's You know, I, I'm a cynic. I'm a cynic most of the time. But there are certain times when it's like even I can't be that cynical. Uh, Frank, Odin loves us all. I love every single one of the Frank and the Frank and the Shawhan Wiener Dog Clan, that is for sure. Stephanie B is here. Hello. what's going on, Stephanie B? Spartan Jeremy says, I have sent out the call. Things are about to get busy, says Spartan Jeremy. Oh boy, really? <laughs> Good God. Good God, man. Super says, You've got until after church tomorrow, and then you're free. Chill out and enjoy yourself. I'm pretty sure that's the end of my schedule, though I think that. I haven't worked out in a very long time, so I might need to work out tomorrow. So, let me see. What is on my schedule tomorrow? (laughs) I haven't even looked that far ahead because I already know I've got just so many things going on. No, not that. Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. I am sorry. Scratch that. I am streaming tomorrow. (laughs) There is a stream tomorrow. It's the Patreon-only stream. So, Laura, who's in the chat right now, and also Outpost Dyer, who's probably asleep, Uh, He's in Hawaii time right now. He's going to be on the stream as well, and it's going to be my patrons, my chosen of Valhalla, uh, the ones who are the upper tier patrons, and we're going to be doing a stream talking about a variety of topics, and also celebrating Outpost Dyer's birthday and the release of his new book. So we are going to be doing a stream tomorrow at twelve thirty Central Standard Time PM Central Standard Time. So oh yeah, the work the work has not ended. The work has not ended. (laughs) It's a trap productions. Uh, Oh, and that wasn't to me. All right, Rogue Baron says. Speaking which, I sent you a. Video of a duck eat being eaten by a catfish. Oh my gosh, Rogue Baron! When I heard that story, I was I was purely in awe. I, I just I never thought that a fish could do that. Like I never thought that a fish could eat a duck. That's insane. Uh, Tina says, okay, you said back to the regular Monday, Tuesday, unless you jump on somebody else's stream, so there is indeed the one tomorrow, and I'm sure they're going to be like, oh, we knew it, uh, Cameron Hamilton, what's going on, greetings to you, good sir, greetings to you, Frank says, yes, yeah, send Odin chocolate, and don't forget to send the puppies' things too, thank you, Frank, for that, that's the P.O. box, I do, of course, accept chocolate, it's a very good thing, and also, I do indeed have a package from Australia, from Perth Comics, who's probably asleep right now because he's 15 and a half hours or 15 hours ahead. And I'm gonna be open that in a little bit. Let me try and catch up with the chat. So he says, I know, I know, I don't know if you drink alcohol, but would you, would you love a, would love a semi-drunk Odin podcast? I don't drink at all, actually. I'm, I'm straight edge. And so it, and, and it's one of those things where it's just purely a choice. Uh, never had issues with alcohol earlier in my life. Uh, never been drunk in my life, actually. I've had, you know, I've had sips of alcohol, but since, the day after my 21st birthday, I have not had a sip of alcohol. And yes, it was the day after before that it had been like months <laughs> because it had been just a crazy, you know, freshman year was that crazy time of, you know, and even then I didn't get drunk or anything, but I would, you know, try sips of things and just nothing tasted good. It would all tasted like crap. And then the things that did taste good, I was like, okay, but I can get a non-alcoholic version of this for like nothing. And it just didn't make any sense to me. I was like, I can have plenty of fun without it. I can have plenty of fun without any of that nonsense, and I know that probably a semi-drunk Odin stream would be fun, but uh, I would take a, a you know, an extremely tired Odin stream will probably be the closest thing that you get to a drunk Odin stream. Uh, Greta says, don't know when you'll get this comment, but for those who have been praying for me and my family, it looks like the prayers are finally being answered. Greta, so glad to hear that. Um, so, for those who don't know, Greta is asking for prayers uh, for her and her family uh, for the past few months. So, so glad to hear that, Greta. Hope things indeed are turning around and uh, hope that we were able to help uh, let's see, Tina says, world peace, what, I only half heard that, I know, right, uh, Gannison, Alita Troll, what's going on, Gannison, how's it going, InterTrap Production says, you did not survive me, lord, I will avenge you with my ragtag group of friends, so It's a trap looks like he survived, yeah, and the only one of us from, like, the fandom menace channels that I know of that survived were Ivan Ortega and Anna, that Star Wars girl, I don't know if we ever heard about EBS, if he survived or not. Frank says, We awesome peeps and weena dogs have your back. Yes, indeed. Sticky V, apparently I'm in Soul World. Looks like, <laughs> looks like, a, <laughs> looks a lot like watching Odin. That is extremely interesting. Uh, Antonio Rivera, what's poppin'? Not much, bruv. Not much, bruv at all. Bruce says, I'm almost always able to get into a stream anywhere from zero to 60 minutes. Okay. All right. That's good. Glad to hear that. Stay at home, retired, disabled. Vet. Well, thank you for your service, Bruce. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Um, and, uh, um, uh, yeah, Please let me know if there's anything that I can do to try and help in any way possible To if I need to send you the links or anything because you're awesome. Seriously, thank you for your service, man. Uh, Rogue Baron, thick-headed. Yes, thick-headed indeed. Tina says, uh, let's see, Brie Larson trolled a guy after Netflix did it first. Odin is streaming at all hours. Yes, seriously, especially with me going on tomorrow for the Patreon stream. Yes, Gannison says, uh, so what is your hope for crap Marvel 2? What is my hope? I don't have any hope for that movie. <laughs> I just hope that we get a good story. That's what I want. A good story with a good director. If they have those same knucklehead directors come back and the same seven writers, good God, it's going to be awful. It's going to be so bad. Rogue Baron says, what is some technology or thing that doesn't exist now but wants it to be invented? Okay, Rogue Baron, that's a good question. It is open form, So, He's asking the question, what is something that has not been invented that I want to be invented? I would love for there to be some type of teleportation device. If there's one thing I would love to be able to do, it would be to be able to transport myself anywhere in the world within seconds. So some type of teleportation device. Uh, I, uh, you know, It could be a Star Trek one. It could be anything like that. I would love that. That would be the invention I would love to see invented. Now, is it realistic? Not, not necessarily, but if you asked, and that's the one that I would love to see get invented. (laughs) All right. So that was the question that I left off on. Let's see. Where are we? Where are we? I think I saw a okay, there's Rogue Baron's comments, Frank says, are you ready, are you ready for Chicago uh, Celebration, can't wait to see you in Chicago, says Frank, yes, I am so ready for Chicago, so in two weeks, guys, I'll be going to Star Wars Celebration, I'll be getting in Friday morning, and we'll be leaving Sunday morning, so I'm not going to be in too long, but I'll have pretty much a full day on Friday, full day Saturday, and then I'll probably have, you know, maybe time for a meetup for breakfast, maybe, I don't know, um, it's, I think, I think it's kind of an early flight, so we'll, we'll see, though, it's gonna be a lot of fun, though, I'm very excited, very, very excited to meet a bunch of people, it was great meeting Jeremy the other day, Jeremy, uh, if you don't know, drove over from, uh, Florida to visit me, which was awesome, he's so cool, and, uh, it was great to see him, it was really, it really was great to see him, and I cannot wait to meet all the other people, uh, EVS is gonna be there, it's gonna be insane, it's gonna be so cool, um, oh my god, 8 Mile OG Odin donated $2, sup, What's up? What's up, 8 Mile? How's it going, bruv? How's it going? How's it going on the streets? I don't have my hoodie, so I can't read the full 8 Mile Odin today. But how's it going on the streets? What's up? My dog. Dog's right he <laughs> curled up in a little ball being so cute <laughs> mad mitch says it looked like every time jeremy did something crazy the hood came down lower over your face oh yes indeed mad mitch i was hiding myself because i was like i don't want anyone that i know to possibly see me in this crazy man's car <laughs> uh tired odin the real reason odin isn't a teacher is because Jer is is a t isn't a teacher is because jeremy made him quit it's a joke people um too soon, too soon, uh, Zayn, Waters, right, Zayn, Zaynwaters says, yes, Jeremy, making me uncomfortable is why I eventually unfollowed him, ooh, ooh, Shade Throne, Shade Throne, I can understand it, again, everyone, everyone has different things that interest them, and I know that there's a bunch of people, I know Laura has told me about how there are certain people that, like, she either has to mute because of just, too much (laughs) i always try and watch it whenever i am on twitter i always try and make sure that i'm not tweeting too many things or retweeting too many things but there are definitely times where i'm just like all right you know i'm just like scrolling through i'm like ooh, that's good Ooh, that's good so if you're following me for every mode of notification every time i do anything uh dear lord robert says odin is dead yes i mean seriously it's insane sticky v says odin is streaming from the usa what would be an international stream Hmm. What? Hmm. Grandmaster Yoda says, "I can't. I can't. Never get too much of Alita, and I go for a cinema record of how many times has seen one film. And on good way, the sixth time was today, six and a half hours ago. Don't mind if you call me crazy at all. Wow. Okay. So Grandmaster is going for his own personal record of seven times. So he's already gone six times to see Alita. He wants to go seven to beat his own record. That's awesome. And the sixth time was six and a half hours ago, and he's about to. Wow. That's crazy." That's awesome. That's a good kind of crazy. Sticky B says, Do you love dinosaurs? If so, huge amount found in North Dakota. Sort of Pompeii of dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are cool. I wouldn't say that I'm a connoisseur of the, the, the dinosaurs, but they're pretty cool. I like them. Rhaegar Targaryen says, Guys, stop, stop asking Odin and Jeremy to drink. I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day. <laughs> Uh, the, the question that I was asked was someone who I honestly think didn't know. Uh, but yeah, for those that don't, I am straight edge. CJ says, good that you've never been a drunk, man. Worst feeling ever. I've seen people. I've seen plenty of drunk people in my life. I've been the designated walker to the designated driver. It's It's been bad. Uh, one of the worst experiences I ever had was there was someone who had something either slipped into her drink or had some really bad alcohol. Like, it, it, it was, it had a very bad effect on her. And she didn't have that much um, but, uh, well, she, she had enough to get drunk, but also had a negative effect on her as well. And so, yeah, riding in the ambulance to the hospital and being concerned because she <laughs> had to be kept awake. They did not want her to fall asleep because they wanted to make sure that she was okay. And so literally having to like stand by her bedside. And I had only known this person for maybe like two months max, because I had just started college. And it was those moments where I was like, yeah, there's no reason for me to ever drink because even if there's the risk of this happening, this is not a good thing. This is not worth it. I can have fun without it. But also what was interesting about that story is that there was a friend of hers who she had called uh, because she was freaking out and, and concerned, of course, and that person lived in Philadelphia and I was in New York City. This dude drove all the way from Philly to New York City to see her to make sure she was okay because they were friends at the time. And it was at that moment that I was the whole time like... Um, this guy right here is a keeper. He just drove and made it in an hour, which is probably because he was speeding from Philadelphia, just to make sure that you were okay. And sure enough, they're now married. So it was actually kind of cool. You know, it's interesting how even in the darkest of days and the darkest of times, there's something bright that can come out of it. And so they are now married and it is really cool to have seen that happen. Unfortunately, I didn't stay close uh, with either of them, but it was still, you know, it was cool to see that they got married later on. Uh, and I saw, like, the beginnings of that. The origin story, you could say. Tired Odin says... Uh, tired Odin streams are way better than any drunk Odin stream just saying. <laughs> 70B says... Tired Odin, you're looking very tired. I'm so tired. So tired. Alita Troll says... Article 13 is scary. It's so scary, man. It really is. Because it, do- it not only means that YouTube might potentially pull out completely of the UK, which I- makes me feel terrible for the UK people. I don't think they will. The, re- the one reason why... I don't think the YouTube is gonna completely take itself out of Europe is because of PewDiePie. I mean the dude that has ninety what like, is gonna probably be the first to hit one hundred million subscribers. They're not going to simply like try and make it more difficult for him to reach people because their entire system would essentially crumble if that was the case. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do, though, because what it could possibly mean is that they increase rules and restrictions, which could be awful, which could be terrible. Donald Hudson, what's going on, man? You and your sneaky live streams. All I have to say is Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. Yes, indeed, Donald Hudson. Welcome back. Great to see you here. Rhaegar Targaryen, I take back whatever I said before about us. The movie is hot garbage. Jordan Peele is trolling. I haven't seen it yet, Rhaegar. I have not seen it yet, so I will definitely give my own opinion and my own thoughts on it, but based on the message that he says it's about and based on what I've seen in the trailers, I think that there is a good message in there. He might not be saying it, but I think that there is a good message that we should look to ourselves and again, going back to scripture. Can fix ourselves before we try and fix other people. But that goes every way, not just one. (laughs) And that, I think, is where we'll find some issues because some people are like, oh, my gosh, it's so true. And then they'll point to certain people and it's like, um, you're literally just doing everything that he said not to do. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, It's a a Trap Production says, heck yeah, me lord. Teleportation all day, every day. Oh, my goodness, yes. Transportation would be awesome. Yes, a real-life Bifrost. Yes, absolutely. Joseph, what's going on? Joseph says, are you going to see the movie Unplanned? Twitter mistakenly suspended their account this morning. Are you kidding me? Really? Wow. All right. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Unplanned, I'm a Catholic, uh, so I, I've made that very clearly. But Unplanned is pretty much a movie about abortion and the evils of, of such, and I think it's actually about specifically uh, Planned Parenthood and the founder of Planned Parenthood, who, uh, or not the fla- not, not the founder, but someone who used to run a pa- Planned Parenthood, or someone who used to be like the head of it, who actually converted later in life and became pro-life, and that story of her conversion, so of course it's going to get totally panned by critics, it's going to be buried, it's not going to get any attention, it doesn't mean that it's going to be good either, I'm, I'm not going to, these films, unfortunately, these faith-based films tend to not ever be that good, uh, Gosnell was okay, I, I, I think D- Gosnell was better because... because... Because the story was something that should have been told. And there were, you know, Dean Cain was in it. So he was good. But overall, the films just always lack something. But that's crazy. That's so crazy. So Unplanned, of course, getting taken down, suspended on Twitter. Because you can't have a certain political, you know. And again, that's not even a political view. Again, that is a biological one. That is a, ah, man, that's, mm, that's frustrating. Uh, Tina says, um, "You all going to the Raylo panel? They're supposedly holding a celebration. Lethal dropped a video about it. No, 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 no. Because uh, if you watch the rest of his video, you'd realize I don't want to risk getting shot by a crazy person." Spartan Jeremy says, "Where's where the Hook is at? Uh, they ain't here. They're probably over on uh, <laughs> Jeremy's channel." 70B so he says, "Hello there, and good to see you in the chat. Thank you for the super chats. What's Owen on Steph? Carlos Crespin. Thank you very much for that super chat. Says rumor has it the domestic box office is what Hollywood." Hollywood looks at when it comes to deciding on a sequel specifically referring to alita is it true uh it's everything it's going to be everything the reason why you might hear that or you might hear that they give more to the or more credence to the domestic box office is because they usually get a higher take so out of their entire box office run normally 60 percent of their take will come from rather again Overall, they get 60% of their entire box office. So if a film makes a billion dollars, it actually technically made $600 And then you got to subtract whatever it costs for marketing, for producing the film, etc. So getting just a little basic math. But also when you go to individual markets, opening weekend in the United States, studios will get about 90% of every single ticket. So if a ticket costs $10, they'll get $9 out of the 10. The actual theaters will get the other dollar. So that's in the United States opening weekend. In foreign countries, specifically China, China is the, definitely the most aggressive. In China, they only get, and this is every weekend that it's there, 25% of the entire box office. So if it made $100,000, it would make $100 million, it would only get $25 million of that. So just as a kind of, again, a mindset there. So that's the reason why they might look more to the domestic numbers because of the fact it means they probably at the end of the day got more of that money in the long run. But you have to take it all together because that's where, again, that final number of 60% comes from is when you take all of them in together. Uh, Dan Maloney says, on the Alita merchandise topic, I just looked up Real Steel and it had so much merch and toys, but Alita doesn't and Real Steel made only $299 million worldwide. That is odd to me. That is very odd. I'm wondering if it had anything to do with the Fox deal being so close to the movie's release. I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe you know, Maybe Fox just didn't have enough people invested in the movie because they were too busy trying to finalize things over with Disney. I don't know. It's a good question. I think that I really hope that someone has more information. If someone does reach out to me, please. I would love to cover that. I would love to find out more about what's going on with Alita, but we can only go by what's been given to us. So I'm I'm not that guy that's going to go down the conspiracy, you know, the conspiracy (laughs) rabbit hole of, oh, man, they're suppressing everything. They're not doing toys because they know they'll be successful. Again, they're not going to deny money. They're not going to deny themselves money, especially Disney. So they wouldn't do that for this film. So I think there must be something else going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Uh, Donald Hudson says a fusion power would be a great boon for society. Fusion power would be cool. You know, what would be a great thing for society that we have right now. (laughs) Nuclear power. If you want to, if you want to get us off fossil fuels for producing electricity, you have your, you have your answer right there. Oh, but the toxic waste, we already have a place to put it. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, getting on the soapbox just for a second. Nuclear power is just so cool. It's cheap too. Rogue Baron says, "Tada! Now exists. Oh, okay, okay. Tele, okay teleportation. Tada! Now it exists. But now people can teleport to your location at any time. Are you still okay with this? You can go to the Bahamas anytime, but so can everyone else." I would still be okay with it because of the fact that in all likelihood, the teleportation would not be available to all people. Think about any goods and services. It's never It's never available to all people. There's always a a curve or there's always a rollout. It's always going to be available to the people that can afford it first. And then over time, it becomes more available. Think about televisions, you know, Everyone didn't have a television at first, only the people that could actually get one. Eventually everyone got a television, but then the televisions got better, etc. So, over time there would be a way to teleport, I'm sure for the entire population, but then by that time we'll probably have, you know, conquered Mars, you know, because of uh <laughs> Oh, because of the work of everyone going on with uh, space SpaceX and etc. Et Sorry, I'm very thirsty. It's been a rough day, but I see where you're coming from, Rogue Baron, because if everyone can do it, that means everyone can go where you are. So I'd probably go to the places that people wouldn't want to go to. <laughs> like, for example, there's this really cool island off of the coast of Ireland called Skellig Michael. It's actually where I believe they shot some of The Last Jedi, all the all the last Jedi temple scenes that they shot with uh, all the cliffs and the really cool... Um, stone huts where uh, Luke Skywalker or uh, Jake Skywalker, as we like to say, uh, was staying. That, I think, is Skellig Michael. And Skellig Michael, you can only access by boat. And I believe it's only by like a sketchy little like rowboat. And it only leaves certain times of the day. But it's where monks used to live. I would love to go there. Seriously. Like, imagine because, as I said before, it'd be really cool to like just leave everything except your teleporter. Like, leave everything. Your phone, your distractions, technology, only your teleporter. Go to places like that. And just like enjoy peace, enjoy uh, solitude. Now, of course, there'd be, you know, you'd probably have to have people enforcing certain things, but yeah, I would, I would like that. I would like that a lot. Uh Gannison says, Lita the Lightning said there was a form about Raylo at Star Wars Celebration. Good lord, man. I hope that's not true. That's so stupid. Wookie Lives Matter. What's going on, Wookie Lives Matter? How's it going, good sir? Donald Hudson says, needs a Shirley Temple. Dude, Donald, I need a Shirley Temple for sure, man. And when we go to the meetup on Friday of Star Wars Celebration, when we go to the to the bar that was set up by the uh world class BSers, Shirley Temple. I, I'm, I'm yes, definitely going to be having Shirley Temples all night. Gannison says, I imagine how how was Odin's face? Oh, boy, what's going on here? I don't like when y'all have chats about me that I don't see. Grandmaster Yoda says, no, Odin, the record is nine times from Star Wars Episode Seven, and I can't live with that. Reboot crap be the record. Why did I see it so many times when I hate it? Way too long story for YouTube chat. Well, Grandmaster Yoda, it makes sense because... In Isolation, The Force Awakens is not the worst movie ever made. I mean, imagine if JJ had taken on episode 8. I get I guarantee you that we would probably not have so much anger in the Star Wars community right now. There would probably still be people that didn't like it because obviously Rey could potentially still be a Mary Sue. But it wouldn't be nearly as bad. It wouldn't be nearly as bad because also J.J. hasn't really gone out of his way to crap on the fans on Twitter and everywhere else kind of the same way that Ryan Johnson has. So I, I look to that and I say it makes sense to me because The Force Awakens was a good time. And also remember, too, it was the first Star Wars movie in years It was a new age and a new era of Star Wars. So it makes sense, man. You were excited for it. So, you know, obviously now in retrospect, you think back on it, you're like, God, look at where Star Wars is now after episode eight, The Last Jedi and everything was going on with Ryan Johnson, Kathleen Kennedy. Why did I do this? But think back in hindsight, man, think back in retrospect, and it's going to make a lot more sense. Uh, let's see. Reed Palancia. Oh, thank you very much, Reed, for another amazing super chat. Always with the quotes. Love it. Says, as I'd seen over and again, people who see themselves as victims sometimes don't notice when they become oppressors. Uh, Swad, Mech Mek, uh, uh, McKenet. We are seeing so much of this this past month. Great to see you going strong, Reid. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for that. And again, awesome. I love the quotes that you choose there. And that is so true. Sometimes people act like the victim for so long that they eventually become the oppressors. We live in this victim mentality. We live in a victim culture. That's why you find people like Brie Larson who plays the victim card. And it's she's the one that's actually oppressing people. She's the one that's actually silencing people. She's the one that's actually pressuring people by labeling them as a racist or as a sexist or Any variety of other terms. You know, it's interesting that you see the people that used to be, you know, the minority and they used to be the victims, actual victims themselves. But now that that's no longer there societally, they, some still try and play the victim and when they do they end up actually pushing for more things that are actually more repressive and it's so true we, we are absolutely seeing that more and more and uh reed thank you again for all your support always with the super chats uh you're awesome thank you thank you snowdub music and entertainment thank you very much for the super chat sent you a dm on twitter two dollars for doggy treats oh thank you snowdub i know the doggies would be very very happy with that very very happy indeed yes very very happy indeed um Alexander says that title is contradictory. No, it's not. Is it production says, Glad that story had a happy ending, my lord? I don't drink either. Don't have anything against anybody who does drink. It's just not for me. The same here, I don't hate anybody that does drink either. No no issues with it at all. <laughs> not not my problem at all. Now if you try and pressure me into it or try and go after me, well then at that point you're probably gonna get, you know, the uh You'll probably get the OG Odin coming out. (laughs) Rogue Baron says, staying away from the drink at college, having, have, have to keep the high GPA for a scholarship to keep the cost minimal and don't want to throw it away. Dude, you are in the right headspace, man. I wish more people had that mindset because unfortunately there are way too many people that essentially just, you know, waste their education and not just waste their education, but waste their money on top of that. You know, and speaking as someone who didn't even drink or get drunk in college, you know, I look back and I think to myself, God, why did I make certain choices? Why did I go to a school 40,000 a year to put myself in debt that I'm still paying? Like, why would I do that? You know, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, And so it's good that you're doing that, man. So stay strong with that. Don't let peer pressure get into you because anyone that's trying to tell you that it's awesome, it's great, it gets the edge off and it's worth it. And it's, you know, it's it's the best way to have fun. I mean, again, I'm not I'm not gonna go after people that drink casually, but there are ways to have fun without it, man. Trust me. <laughs> and I have social anxiety. So it's not that I'm just someone who is like outgoing and is gonna be like, oh my gosh, like everything is great. Again, if you saw the video from the other day, I get very, very socially anxious. That's why Chicago is only gonna be like bearable because I'm gonna know some of the faces that I'm seeing. And I'm sure I'm gonna recognize some of the names as well from people who might be in the chats. But man, it's just... Trust me, you can still have it. Even with social anxiety, you can still have tons of fun without it. Uh, Gwen says Doomcock vid said that Ryan Roundhead Johnson killed Luke on a whim during film editing last minute. Ooh, I have to look into that, Gwen, because if that's true, good God, man. Grandmaster Yoda, have a good night for my time, Odin. I have to run for my two hours in paradise. Grandmaster Yoda, enjoy Alita Battle Angel once again. Uh, Tina says, I'm glad Odin has nothing against people who drink. I'd be sad if you didn't like Stephanie B and me. Uh, exactly. I don't have a problem with my Valks. They're awesome. Welcome to a madhouse. Joker here. Ha 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 ha. Fear the OG Odin. Dude, Joker, it's been a long time, bruv. It's been a very, very, very long time. It's been a very, very long time. Uh, Zayn Wather says, I've never even had a drop of alcohol, not just because it's against my religion, but because I hate how I feel. Even on cough syrup, the buzzing in my veins freaks me out. Hey, Zayn, I, 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 hey, totally makes sense, man. Totally makes sense to me. I feel you. Uh, Vincent uh, B. Be, uh, bodon. Bodon? Hey, Odin, do you have an idea of why Alita's Twitter and Facebook are silent when 20th Century Fox is still active on social medias? It's so weird and sad at the same time. Probably because the media, uh, probably because the the movie has reached its its life as far as it being active in theaters. It'll probably get back up again.